I keep thinking you, you're saying Greg, and I'm like, oh, Greg's listening. That's cool. Greg. Yeah, Greg, Greg is our intern. Greg's our producer. <laughs> Greg just like, he, he didn't watch the movie, but he just goes on mute, listens to the episode sometimes. <laughs> he likes to listen to it in real time. Like every once yeah. in a while, he comes off mute with like a Greg commentary for the viewers. That'd be fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Greg says, yeah, they just lied completely right here. I Googled it while they were talking. Not true at all. <laughs> He makes his own podcast. You can tell Ben forgot what he was doing because he just says um for 30 straight seconds and doesn't <laughs> let anyone else talk and then changes the subject. <laughs> it would be fantastic. Is we'll talk to Greg about this, see if he wants to roast us live. Yeah. He probably does. <laughs> the, the whole point is you're, you feel like you're having a conversation with friends if the podcast is good. But mm. um, in this case, I think most of the people that listen actually are our friends. So. Yeah. Fair. Anyway, time to talk about our first Reba movie. Um, but Reba? Before. Was Reba McIntyre? Yeah. 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 <laughs> She's one of the gun nuts. Oh, oh, okay, okay. The, the woman. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask which nuts. one, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> was it Earl? Okay, it wasn't Earl. I, I haven't seen Reba in a while. Incred- so. Incredible performance. <laughs> it was like six different times I thought those people were going to die. But uh, anyway. They probably it, should have. Okay, well, yeah, yeah we'll we, can, we, can, we can't do it yet. Um, uh, as you guys know, I don't know how to start the podcast, so it'll either be, uh, I actually don't know what Craig caught, but it would be whatever Craig caught, or something along the lines of, well, related to the movies, my name is Ben Holton, this is a podcast where my friends and I get to fill in our movie blind spots. Each week, we'll pick a film that either I or a guest hadn't seen before, and really should have by now. This week... Continuing Dumpuary colon battle of the genres is our, this is me shrugging, kind of like going, uh, sorry, this is our sci-fi representative. Sure. Science fiction film, Tremors. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> perfect. I like it. And that, that's what I like. Tremors. It. It, it's, it's not a horror. It's absolutely not a horror. Just, is it a, so, like a creature, uh, creature, a creature feature? Creature I, feature. I, I call it a creature feature. Monster monster movies are kind of their own thing. It is yeah. it does have a lot in common with the newer Godzilla movie. Like a small community has to band together because the government's not helping them. Oh, that's cool. Oh, what did when is oh sorry. I'm I, I want to watch that. We'll talk after. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh Godzilla minus one, I think still in some theaters, but har- a little harder to get at now. Oh, that's what I was gonna ask. All right, I'll wait till it's on yep. uh, my TV. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um and uh yeah. A movie that bombed at the time, big disappointment for Universal, but then uh, the power of VHS tapes saved it, made it a cult classic, one of the highest selling VHSs ever. I absolutely love this movie. One of my favorite movies. I was so pumped to go back and watch them because I've multiple times watched all three of them. So I actually last night I I went straight through it. I watched all three of them, but uh, it's not three anymore. I I I don't know if I can just... There was there was like Tremors Wild West where like the first time the Tremors popped up and then there was a, a another one I I don't know what that was but uh oh I'm gonna fucking watch them you better believe I'm gonna fucking watch them. There's a series. Have you seen the TV series? So that that's kind of where I draw the line. Okay, but like yeah, that's a you know I, I'm 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 here. But there's there's a bit of um you know I don't have any Tremors merchandise or anything like that. I feel like that's where that leads there you go <laughs> um before we get into tremors 
guests this week, Left to Right Across Your Podcast. Uh, we got Robbie. Yo. And we got Noah. Hello. 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 Uh, um, you guys haven't been on yet this month, so so the general idea, dumpuary, is what we're calling this month because uh, January is considered the worst time of the movie calendar to release a movie. And a lot of movies get quote unquote dumped in January if maybe they cost a lot of money, but the uh, production company that made them the studio just sort of lost faith in it and just sort of wants to put it out because they're obligated to, but don't, don't really want anyone to notice. So this month we're picking a different genre each week and then they're going to battle it out. And I'm not in, still haven't entirely figured what out what it means by them battling it out, but we'll, we'll figure it. We'll find it as we go. What were you going to say, Robbie? Uh, is, is that like, is it obvious, but, um, January is also the worst month for breakups because people stick through till Christmas, but don't want to be together for Valentine's day. So I, I don't know if that's intended, but like, it, or no. separate, but like, yeah, it's statistically the most popular, um, month for breakups as well. I think that's probably meant dump-uary? to be a joke. I, they, I don't know if they call it dumpuary, so we're good there, yeah. but yeah. There, there is a tie-in. It's interesting that it ties in with movies. Maybe the producers are all getting broken up with. And being like, Fuck. Mm, it works. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, maybe. yeah. Dump months usually, in my head at least, just refers to movies. So no surprise that that's where my point of reference is, but probably, <laughs> I mean, it works for relationships too, for sure. <laughs> um, I like it. so have you guys i guess we can add this to the list also have you guys seen any good movies or gotten dumped lately well i also rewatched 21 jump street uh the day before yesterday and that was just so fantastic i love that movie so goddamn much that's a good movie it's a good movie it's such a good first sequel it's like the best sequel that exists I'll, i'll say i think i could say that confidently but I'm going to get yelled at in the comments below. <laughs> um, I remember you really liked Godfather too, also, but oh, um, that's, that is a tough, like neck and neck, <laughs> neck and neck. And they're, they're similar genre. Yeah, exactly. Uh, watch the holdovers. That was really good. Nice. Now on Peacock, easy, easy to get at. What'd you think? Oh, nice. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Good. I thought it was, uh, yeah, I thought it was really good. I liked, um, the, uh, the main, boy i thought he he did really well and then um uh paul giamatti right that's the guy that played the teacher. yeah yeah i thought he was fantastic yeah one of those movies that gets <laughs> you like movie stars the know. main boy in paul giamatti <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> movie stars the main boy in paul giamatti i just i'm assuming i haven't seen it at all i have that's no further that's the actor's it. name right the main uh, yeah I'm, yeah i'm assuming boy. that it's a, a child that's the lead, and that's why you said boy. It just sounds so weird as like the main boy, and then to, to pair it, you You're hit me with Paul Giamatti, and I'm like, oh, that's a weird movie. Uh, so the main boy, um, he's played by. It, it's like an and introducing situation. This the kid's kind of like a discovery. I'm sure he's been in other stuff, but I haven't seen him in anything. Uh, Dominic Sessa is the kid, and he's really good at it. That's and Giamatti's throwing a million miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, that too. The uh, main boy. Yeah. So I watched that and then I rewatched uh, John Wick 4, which is incredible still. Nice. Oh, that's great. Still holds that's up. Yeah. Still holds uh, up. Two classic holiday films. Two, mm-hmm. two like instant modern classic holiday films in my mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good. Yeah, I should watch that again as well. But um, the, the painted black in French from that is a banger and you can get it on Spotify. 
but it's called like Maria de la Corner or something like that. I'll, I'll send you uh, that. Was that one of the tracks that uh, the DJ lady puts on? Oh, uh, yeah, when he's going through the club. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the painted black. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Painted black covers. I just, in like the French, I don't know. I love it. I love it. I just um, got for Christmas John Wick 4 on 4K. Uh, oh, nice. So I'll be, be throwing that up on the old OLED soon um, and just awesome. reliving some of those sequences. So good. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it since we saw it in theaters. That was the last time I saw it. Same, same. Um, the the world that they build is great. I love the little touches that they add every movie. Um, I thought it was getting a little bit stretched in the third one, but in the fourth one, they brought me back. I love yep. that in Paris, there's a radio station for hitmen and women. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, it's like very thinly coated uh, murder instructions going out over the broadcast. Maybe, I don't know. I only ever broadcasted in America, so I'm not sure. Maybe maybe the French version of the FCC is just a little bit more uh, lax on that kind of thing. But. That, that's just how French people talk. It's not really that alarming over there. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Like, the, the, the man in blacks at the Arc de Triomphe, br- bring your biggest <laughs> guns or whatever. <laughs> he, he hits a cigarette and sips his coffee, and they think he's talking about a poem or something. Uh, what imagery? Um, anyway. <laughs> The climbing up the steps to Sakura Kerr is, I think, the best sequence in like any movie last year. But anyway, yeah, mm. looks great. Very good. Good stairs. Uh, a, a classic stairs movie. Usually, Ray's the one who gets to determine, but she, she's not on. I don't think she's seen John Wick Four, so we can make that decision. <laughs> we should make her watch just John Wick Four and then come on the, the stairs. Podcast. The stairs highlights. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you could it's, you could watch John Wick four, I think, with without watching the other three, and I think probably yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I think so too. Besides John Wick, most of the main characters are only in John Wick four. Like each movie, Which, there's a new, there's like a new bad guy, and well, I guess the the staff at the Continental. Which it's just kind of impressive because, like you said, they add new things every movie, but they also don't like tell us Batman's parents got killed every movie. Like they managed to make it completely seamless where it's super impressive that you could have somebody watch any movie, enjoy it, understand it, but you can also watch all four in a row and get so much more out of it because there is this world that's been building without you really realizing it. Yeah. 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 It's It's a tough line to walk. I I would think the only thing is that Lance Reddick's only in like two scenes before he gets killed. (laughs) Spoiler alert. And um, you might not like, you probably don't have the emotional impact of that if this is a character you've only just met. That's fair. Um, he actually died in real life, didn't he? I know. So you have that emotional impact too. Like right before John Wick Four came John out. John Wick Four actually. came out. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. like very recently. Talk about method acting. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. All right. uh, uh, now that's a bumper. <laughs> right, on that note. Um, okay, let's get to the movie because I only have like uh, like forty minutes and I gotta go. <laughs> Oh, shit. Let's do it. Although, for real, like, how much are we really going to say about Tremors? Um, yeah. I got a lot to say about Tremors. Let's or find out. <laughs> I mean, I like Tremors. I know Robbie's a big Worms guy, but, um, and you already said They're that this is... basically snakes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and a lot of the the tiny versions of the Graboids that come out of the Graboids' That's mouths... Snakes in its mouth. It's like yeah. a big worm. Sna- snakes with snake, eyebrows. Snake mouths with eyebrows. I mean, it's not like they they didn't like go out of their way to not make them look like dicks either. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. 
You know? I'm, I'm, I'm seeing dicks. Is anyone else seeing dicks? I, I didn't see dicks. I just want to say, like, that wasn't something that popped in my head. This big, looks like cigars to me. I don't know. Yeah. Which is it's fine. A lot of things look like dicks. It's surprising that these ones didn't. It's it's weird yeah, for me, it's, is what I'm saying. Yeah. That's usually where you're focused on for like, you know, interpretation of objects in the world. Like, Especially like, like my, my, my humor based orientation. Yeah. But and no. that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's fine. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. I had not seen Tremors before, but I know, I knew a lot about it. I knew its legacy as um, a major studio flop that became one of the biggest success stories in home video of the '90s. I knew Kevin Bacon was in it, um, and I knew how it ended because that's like a famous scene with the thing going out of the mountainside. Mm. But I had never seen it before. How about you guys? Uh, I've seen it, I think, a few times when I was younger. Um, but not, not in a very long time since I rewatched it. Yeah. And yeah. And Robbie, you already said it's like your favorite movie. (laughs) It's not my favorite. It's probably my favorite, like sci-fi type movie. If that, like the, the bad, like monster, like it waits or any of those things you'd catch on sci-fi. This is my favorite one. Yeah. And for our little group here, this is our second kind of like action comedy horror that's based around puppets in a row, but um, not yeah. that I'm trying to pigeonhole you guys into that, but I just figured this would be a fun group. It was kind of funny because that I did notice. That was one of the biggest things I noticed. Uh, it was a lot more obvious that like when they're ripping off blanks, it's just somebody's like hand just grabbing the blanks oh, yeah. with, with a mitten over it. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's fine. I, it was it was good. They're charming. I think they're <laughs> they're charmingly kind of low rent. The the look of the graboids is good for me. They they did a good job. They gave a little personality too, which was interesting since like they really shouldn't. It seems that they like I personally couldn't really track the one that they were calling what stump or stumpy. Yeah, um, that's like the last one they killed. That's that's like typical in monster movies where there's more than one monster. There's like one primary one. Oh, this one's a little bit smarter. Like He's or whatever. Yeah, like this was the one that's trying to trap us or trick us. This one, this yeah. one that's not getting outsmarted by us. But it's like, I guess just because that's the one that grabbed the truck. So one of his um, graboid, tiny graboids was like stumpier. But where are the graboids? The little, the little snakes in the mouth. Oh, uh, the the whole thing is a graboid. But like, oh, okay. People call right. them tremors. They do a bit about that in the second or or third one where they like make a call out where somebody's like, "Are they tremors or graboids?" And like, oh, uh, uh, okay. Oh, I didn't even consider that the creatures were called tremors in this one, but I bet you know the public at large might. <laughs> right, because it's the their tremor in uh, Graboids is a really bad name. It's fun. It feels very like fifties horror monster movie. Just something with a dumb name, and I don't even remember them deciding that. Just like halfway through the movie, Kevin Bacon starts calling them Graboids. Uh, uh, yeah. It's the uh, the Chinese guy. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. There's a callback to that in the the second one too. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, I wouldn't Victor- remember this random shit if it wasn't so I am specifying. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Victor Wong, by the way, this is our first Victor Wong movie, but we'll be doing at least a couple more. He's in two of my favorite John Carpenter movies. So oh, he looked very familiar. I, I don't know exactly who he is, but uh, he plays a big role in Big Trouble in Little China. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that either. Um, 
And he's also in Prince of Darkness. One minute plot summary. Who wants to do it? Robbie. All right. Bye. <laughs> I do. Sorry. I'll, I'll do it. I'll try to keep it to a minute. <laughs> it should be easy. It's not that complicated. Not All a right. lot of plot. <laughs> There's not a lot of plot. So, okay. We got these two dudes. They're slackers. Haven't done anything with their life. They're about to leave town. Try to leave town. Uh, they realize this is drug dude died of dehydration up in a radio tower. They go back, keep getting delayed, keep getting delayed, finally try to leave, get help, and uh, the road's been collapsed. Um, What's going on? Giant underground worms. They're coming, they're eating people, they're sinking cars, they uh, hear through sounds. So this is a bunch of shenanigans. You gotta get away from these guys. They're trying to get out of the valley. The worms keep eating people. They uh, meet a prepper. He's got a bunch of guns. Guns don't work, so they have dynamite. And then chase them up onto rocks, blow up a couple of them with dynamite. And then Kevin Bacon is like, I'm footloose. And he runs over to a cliff and then barrel rolls away and the worm falls over and blows it up. Yeah. I mean, nice. yeah. Uh, it's a pretty simple idea, but I think pretty well executed. Yeah. Uh, I like that. It just sort of, there's not like a ton of throat clearing we sort of just get into the big worms are killing people yeah so like they they try to do they do a little bit with that where they're like they mention it briefly where the the tremors predate dinosaurs but they really should have left it alone it's in the third one they start saying like it it predated the cambrian era where like there it was only tremors and single cell organisms like, did any of you in the writer's room say that out loud? What were they eating, you dumbasses? Single-cell organisms? So you got you got single-cell organisms and 30-foot worms? What kind of system is that? I don't know if Sorry. anyone else has ever questioned the science of the third Tremors movie. <laughs> oh, whatever. I'm just saying. I'm like, why are you going back to, like, primordial soup? Like, we don't even have an atmosphere at that point. What are these worms doing? They're not, like, now we're getting into, like, Shia Haldu territory. Like, were these worms the makers? Did they did they form the ooze into the earth so they'd have something to fucking eat? Like... I think um, they needed you in the writer's room. The, they, just, they just tried to make another Tremors TV series, and they even had Kevin Bacon on board, and even the Sci-Fi Channel passed, so they probably... Yeah, they probably didn't have the science right. It wasn't it's scientifically sound. Right. But it's, yeah. it's, 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 it took me out of it immediately. Pre-camp, no, 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 I don't want to hear it. Wait, you're talking <laughs> about the third one? <laughs> they, get, they get into it. They mention it briefly where they say that the tremors predate dinosaurs because of the, the geological error, uh, rock history. She's like, these are that's how old the, yeah. the spike is in the rock. I, yeah. I'm on I'm on the Wikipedia page. I, I don't know why. This on the third one. It says it introduced a new creature called the Ass Blasters. <laughs> that true? Oh, dude, you have no idea what you're missing by not seeing the second one. I almost sent you guys a picture of Based there's like little there's little walking ones before the Ass Blasters. There's little walking ones, and they're <laughs> making like a human like pyramid to try to climb up on top of a building where the people are hiding. Oh They're man! Like, oh, I each other's bags. I will say, yeah. this one lacked but, bits. It didn't have the gremlin bits. I wanted the little <laughs> snake things with top top hats and drinking beers and stuff. <laughs> that would that would be kind of funny. I, I would enjoy that. Yeah, you yeah, know, no. I you did. I can't. I can't tell you how much I didn't think that's where the conversation would go. But um, 
I'm glad to know that. I didn't know that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, speaking of yep. problems with the writing, uh, <laughs> my, I guess segue. Speaking of the writing, uh, the writers for this movie, they were out in the desert looking at um, creating some educational safety videos for the Navy. S.S. Wilson and Brett Maddock were the writers, and they climbed up on top of a desert boulder and thought to themselves, what if there was something that wouldn't let us off this rock? So they started brainstorming ideas. They shared their idea with a friend who was working with National Geographic on documentaries. And he sort of used his, I guess, zoological knowledge to make them something more, uh, if you'll excuse the pun, grounded to what could actually exist in the desert. And uh, yeah, so they came up with the idea. Then those guys wrote the movie Short Circuit, which was a big hit. And then Tremors. There you go. Absolutely love that. That's how it came up because fully by it, fully believe it. But that means that there's two independent people that looked at the desert and were just like, "Yeah, big fucking worm. That's it. That's the only thing that could." Because like, yeah, the desert's big and open. What what giant monster would be a threat? Where you're like, oh, it's like four miles away and coming at us. We better, you know, camp yeah. out tomorrow. <laughs> so it's yeah. cool. I don't know. It's just a neat yeah. like. I, it's like the the crabification thing. It's the wormification with the desert. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Um, the move the first twenty minutes of the movie are just um, the two main characters driving around, encountering things, and running away. And I, I like that. That's sort of all that's happening. Yes, including non blonde women, even if they're above average attractive, but they're not blonde. Uh-huh. So Kevin Bacon is so mad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had this whole like because I was like rewatching it. He's given that bit, and I'm like, okay, you're in a town of like legit 15 people. Um, if, 14. If any, if any person comes through, you should just be thanking the lucky stars you have a shot with somebody. But then yeah. I kept thinking about it. I'm like, well, he's in a town with 14 people, so he can be pretty picky because he also looks like Kevin Bacon. So like, it, yeah, you yeah. just gotta wait for that. Eventually, somebody will. I don't care if she's married. I'm Kevin fucking Bacon. Yeah, he's 1990 Kevin Bacon, so he's fine. <laughs> he always has that. <laughs> he always has that to fall back on. But yeah, no, I agree. That writing was a little weird there too. Like, what was the? Is that just the? Is that where we were at in the 90s? It's weird because she's introduced and he reacts so poorly. And so in my head, I'm thinking like, oh, they're doing that thing where it's like, oh, this lady is unattractive, and then she's gonna like take her hat off and and wipe the. The zinc <laughs> off her nose, and he'll be like, "Oh, you were hot the whole time." But mm-hmm. then I, I did, it did get a laugh out of me that it's immediately followed up with uh, Fred Ward, who plays Earl, the F- Kevin Bacon Val's friend, um, and I guess partner in their sort of loose handyman business. Um, I like that as they're driving away, he's like, "It's weird that you have these four specific things you look for in women, and get super mad if a woman doesn't match those four <laughs> specific things." Uh, that's interesting bro have you been tested for autism yeah <laughs> yeah it's like a very specific fixation yeah and it is it is i guess sort of a swerve because like i'm saying i'm thinking it's doing that sort of cheap movie thing where it's like oh this lady at the end like she's obviously an attractive person the actress but then the movie's gonna pretend that she isn't for the sake mm-hmm. of the romance narrative but no uh, you know, Earl's clearly thinks that she's an attractive lady or whatever. Um, and then, you know, it's just that he wants 
a specific type of blonde woman that he has a few he has like a um what what's the term like an image board he, oh, like, did, uh, oh yeah the dream a dream board or whatever yeah yeah <laughs> It's um, Pinterest thing. I don't know. Yeah, he has a, a an analog Pinterest taped to the back of his uh, fucking mirror in his car. Well, Weird. I, I, do, do we? We don't care about spoilers from Tremors too, right? No. I, no. <laughs> so, so, so like that's that's Kevin Bacon's really specific thing. The other main character, I don't think they introduced it in the first one, but did he have like a Playboy model up on the wall? I don't think so. We never see okay. him in a room. <laughs> okay, so in the second one, he's still in his trailer, and he's got this Playboy model spread on the wall, like Miss November 1984 or whatever. And like they're trying to recruit him to kill the new Tremors. And he's like, oh, yeah, and like what, Miss, Miss Playboy 1984 is going to walk in here? And then the new geologist did that fucking Playboy model. She did it once to pay her way through college. Like, wow. get the fuck <laughs> out of here, guys. Wow. <laughs> oh, fun. Fun. Oh, they have a good time. Looks like Kevin Bacon turned down Tremors 2 to be in Apollo 13. I think that's pretty oh, fair. Pretty fair <laughs> it's very clear that he turned them down and they were not happy about it. I, I didn't even know that. I was going to ask you about it because like the dialogue uh, like, is He dies off like screen or something? No, he's just a big asshole that like screwed him out of all the merchandising and franchising. Like he got married to the geologist and made a shit ton of money off Tremors. <laughs> and oh, that's funny. Wow. He doesn't. He doesn't share with the the co-star. Wow. <laughs> like, wow, this is a little little tongue in cheek, guys. Huh? Did you just make like a whole movie that's like, fuck you, Kevin Bacon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> poor poor Fred Ward has not gotten as famous as Kevin Bacon in the six years in between, and so he does mm-hmm. still. Return to star in the movie. <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, oh. This is our this is our second Kevin Bacon film. You guys remember the last one? Mm-hmm. That we done? T- yes, it was ten years before this, nineteen eighty. Also, what a horror it? movie, not as funny. Which, uh, which one was it? I, I missed the name. I oh. didn't say it yet. I oh, was you just if you remembered? <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Oh shit! Oh, uh, I keep forgetting Kevin Bacon was like young at one point. Yeah, he's not, um, you know, he wasn't just born into. <laughs> it's just because, uh, like, I do know him as like an '80s heartthrob, but like my picture is like Kevin Bacon '80s heartthrob, and then it's like 55 year old Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah, somewhere between. Yeah, like a 60 year old man in Footloose. Um, yeah, I think um, what this movie could have used was that random guy that shows up about like four different times and like someone opens a door and the guy is there is like blood lake you're all gonna die you gotta get out of here <laughs> um, yeah. old man tremor old, old, man, yeah, tremor. old man tremors <laughs> he actually has like tremors <laughs> yeah or they could have done the gremlins thing and the old chinese guy is like ah uh, yes they're from wherever oh, they're yeah, called graboids their backstory and, yeah don't forget them after midnight but Such, I yeah. like that they didn't give into the temptation of doing either of those things because, um, yeah, don't feed the don't feed the graboids after midnight. Um, so don't feed them anytime so, because they eat people. It's so funny you're saying that because in Tremors too, oh no, you find out no. that the, no. the little ones that are born from the worms reproduce after they start eating food, and like we just did Gremlins, and I was like, 
what the fuck was up with the 90s and their relationship with food? It's really weird that this is a plot in another fucking movie. Gremlins in the 80s, at least. So I think it was okay. just all, uh, you know, late <laughs> late 20th century. Everyone was diet crazed. Yeah, that's I, it's yeah. got to be a part of that. Because I was like, this, it, it just really shows there's a weird relationship with food, right? That like that's part of the, I don't know. It's just so random. <laughs> I think a lot of it is the people writing the direct-to-home video Tremor sequels pro- were probably just stealing other ideas that worked in other movies. Yeah, that makes that, sense. that makes sense. That actually, that's that's they were basically like ghost-written movies. Yeah, <laughs> that's. Um, anyway. I'm not going to bring my my Oscar critique to Tremors too. I guess is what what I should take away from this. <laughs> yeah, it's very because um, just because I know you've seen Community when. Troy finally feels comfortable enough around LeVar Burton to ask him why they called it Star Trek. They never go to any stars. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Um, anyway, so so he's upset that that lady's not blonde. They drive around for like 20 minutes going from one murder scene to the next, getting freaked out. And eventually um, the so last like, guy to die yeah. is Victor Wong. And then that's only like halfway through the movie. Everyone else makes it to the end. Everyone else makes it. So, like the word that that one guy that I didn't know what his deal was. Oh, Nelson or whatever the tire guy, the tire guy. Yeah, yeah, who got sucked by the tire? Yeah. So so they go to these murder scenes, but like the worm, we said he didn't do any bits. He he did a bit. He he left just the guy's head for some reason. Everything else, it completely like uh, takes away. I guess it's like uh, I'm gonna leave this head here for these fuckers. Yep. (laughs) This is, um, you know, any monster movie, there's always the the push and pull, the give and take of how much of the monster do you show? Um, mm-hmm. I like that, you know, if you're like, we, we don't have like a ton of money and we're in the desert. So this guy's mostly underground and you don't see him and he just kind of pushes dirt around. So I like the kind of slow ramp up of it is actually pretty early in the movie that they dig up and you see the full body of one of these things. But I like up until that point, the kind of different games that they do. Um, and I really liked the guy that got sucked underground and then his wife that got sucked down in the car. I like mm-hmm. that. bit. I, I like those. Two. I like I was going to say, I like how they did the um, like the the graboids coming up where yes. you really did think it was a bunch of snake monsters like. There was not many indications that it was a giant thing with more little things to come out of its mouth. So that was cool. That was a good way to do it. I thought some of the, uh, like the camera work, like the evil dead style, just like rushing across the ground was pretty funny looking. Yeah. Yeah, Evil dead's a good pull for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, that's uh, yeah that's another way that like oh how do we represent this monster i don't know just put a camera low to the ground on a dolly and have someone run it really fast mm-hmm. right uh, it and it works in this too i think the the whole aesthetic is very um i i don't know if i thought it would be worse or like cornier but it's it's like the right level it is corny but it works i guess is what i'm saying yeah it's it's it not all hangs like, together in the context it, it, of the film, yeah it it really is the peak of like shitty sci-fi movies. You know, like it's it's right on that line of like it's not a great movie, but it doesn't fall into those pitfalls of like bad acting and all that yeah. other stuff. Like, I don't know. It's, it's not like taking itself like too seriously kind of thing. For right. sure. Yeah. But they care. So it's nice. You get a good good balance. Yeah. 
Um, so then it becomes a sort of everyone gets on high ground and they're kind of waiting it out. They're trying to figure out different ways. They they slowly determine that there's I think they determine that there's four. Yep. Counting the first one that they kill. Then when they're in the town and they're having sort of like the high noon, um, you know, Western ghost town standoff, they get another couple of them. Um, Reba and the balding guy kill one in their basement. And I think they blow up one out at the rock. And then the last one is the mountainside. And that's, that's, yes. that counts for all of them. Got it. Okay, great. I was just trying to, and that's, that's essentially the action of the rest of the movie, right? It is. So what did you think of the prepper guy? Cause he's like a, he's a cult. I think it's, is it Earl or, um, maybe I feel like a lot of their names were too similar for me. Yeah, I forgot what it, he, uh, and I'm going to remember it too, but he's like the, like the pull in the other movies. He's the one that, that carries through all of them. But, yeah. Um, Earl is the other main guy that isn't Kevin Bacon. Oh, okay. What was his name? Do you remember? Did you find it? His name is Earl. Yeah. Oh, um, the prepper guy is Earl. No, no. Uh, oh, you're that guy's in the other movies. Okay. Uh, that yeah, guy's yeah. Bert. 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 That's Sorry. the thing. Like, it, Bert and Earl are the two guys right. in all the movies. It's like, come on. There's, they're the same words. <laughs> yeah. Bert Gummer. Well, the prepper guy could be Bert or Earl. The the second main character who was apparently Earl, that's not a good name for him. Uh, it should have been like literally anything else. Henry, Frank. I, I don't know. It, it's just yeah. too. Uh, I don't like it. Uh, but what did you think of him? I, I, I had a lot of thoughts about him. So I'm curious what you guys' thoughts are. It's. um. Like a lot of the characters in the movie, you're not sure how seriously you're supposed to take them. Like mm-hmm. some of these guys are played in the movie as they're just dumbasses that are like getting everyone in danger. And some of them are played as these guys are kind of heroic. Um, and there's not like a huge difference between the way the actors are playing either side of that. And I feel like um, Bert and Reba, uh, who is apparently named Heather, um they were kind of straddling that line. Bert does have a good line when they're leaving his house and he lists all the things he's done to for in his prepping. And then it was like all underground. But then they send me fucking underground monsters. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, so in like, he's, he's the one that carries through the other movies because he does walk that line really well where it's, it's just fun enough that like, yeah, um, it works where he's, prepared but he's also a little crazy my whole thought on it was like i think it probably especially knowing how big of a box office craze it has i could see a lot of the like prepper movement growing from this obviously they existed before him but like there's a lot of that i i feel like there was they, they picked up on the attitude of like oh i know something's coming so i'm prepared but they missed the attitude of so i'm prepared for the whole town bert was a prepper but bert was like you guys don't know something's coming but it's okay because i got you i have rations for everyone that lives here and like i feel like that got lost i, I don't know I might be putting a little bit too much into it but it's just it was refreshing to see that he was preparing for end times and he was like oh i know more than you but he was still like and i'm gonna protect you guys he wasn't like and fuck you i got mine i, I don't know it's, yeah it was nice. yeah it's like a different mindset it yeah. is, yeah. He wasn't just like, oh, I'm going to hole up in my, in my foxhole and like, fuck you guys, because, you know, you didn't, you didn't take the steps I took, so that's your own fault. Um, but the one thing that is interesting, this isn't like specific to Bert, but just the way monster movies work is that guy is supposed to die 
That's supposed to be the man's hubris guy. The one who's like, oh, no, I'm not going up on the roof. I got all everything I need here. Mm. That guy gets uh, eaten. <laughs> so he's he's not the hubris in it, though. That's so interesting. He, it's like a red herring for the hubris. Who is the hubris? Kind of, yeah. Who's the um, Melvin, the the shitty kid. I don't know. He, <laughs> the kid, yeah, he does get he, eaten. He doesn't die, but no oh, yeah. one, no one ever like doesn't believe them because they don't start with "there's a giant worm." That's they start true. with like we've seen literal corpses out on the road. We need to call someone. Mm-hmm. And then by yeah. the time they figure out it's a worm, it's only like one scene until they one dies and they dig up the whole body and they're like, "Yeah, there's a huge." It's several thing. ton worm. We found it. <laughs> mm. And then I yeah. think somebody back in town's like, I don't know about that. And then it immediately attacks town and then everyone sees it. So it's like, Oh, it's real. <laughs> yeah. So, so I also like, it is kind of refreshing that there's not like a, uh, we need to close the beaches. Oh, but think of the economy. Like, like other right. monster movies have that kind of thing. It's more just like, no, the worms are here. They're killing us. Like we need to defend ourselves, and that's just the whole movie. It's just go, go, go. Which, which we, I like. We set ourselves up in a valley, so like, yeah, we'd love to leave, but like, that's what's keeping us from leaving. Not economic yep. factors. That is, that is cool. It, it's, it's nice. Yeah, no one's like, I've lived here for this long. No worm's going to tell me to leave. They're just like, yeah, no, they're. Well, we can't travel on land. Uh, the the valley road got. Uh, there was a rock slide. And then also, once they figure out what's happening, they're like, well, we can't go on in vehicles because they'll just eat the vehicles. So, <laughs> and I mean, so like, I guess I'll give them a pass because they were in life and death. And I've watched this movie a ton of times and I only just thought of it now. There was probably only like, what, a thousand pounds total of rocks on the road in like manageable chunks. The 14 of them probably could have cleared that road in about a half hour. Yeah. If they had thought like, you know. that's you don't like as like a, a regular person, you're not like, oh, well, roads avalanche. I'm just going to go get a fucking shovel and, and, and fix it. So it, it's fine. It works. Um, you know, I mean, another tenet of movies like this is you don't hurt kids, but that pogo stick girl should have died. Yeah. What was she doing? Yeah. What? That, that was well after literally every other human in the town that was still alive had all holed up in that general store. Yeah. And that girl's just in the street with the pogo stick. <laughs> it's funny you say that. Cause I had a very similar thought with the, um, when Bert gave the kid the gun and he trips, I was like, if this was a real horror movie, he definitely would have shot one of them. Do you know what I like that? He would have finally yeah. given the kid the gun and he would have like fucked up and like hit somebody with it. But yeah. Good thing. you had the sense not to load it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, made made you move faster though, or whatever he says. Yeah, that is funny. Um, I like that there. There's like a there's speaking of how they made the. Oh my god, I'm just gonna take this whole language thing over again. So mentioned earlier, the writers were standing on a big rock in the desert and thought, oh, what if something wasn't letting us leave? There's two different sequences that sort of happens in this movie. Um, the first one where the three main characters have to pull Volt away. And then basically the end of the movie, um, where most of the final climactic action takes place with most of the characters on that big, uh, complicated rock formation. Mm-hmm. So I guess, uh, if you guys are like stranded out on a rock with these sand sharks circling, um, 
What, so what, what's the move there? Fortunately, they had all the bombs and whatnot. And, yeah, and the cliff say, was right have, there. Do we have weapons and stuff like that? Uh, if you think you would have thought to bring them. <laughs> mm. um. Well, I guess so, like, if we're putting ourselves in it, it's what we have. So I'm going to imagine I have a cell phone and a wallet. Um, I put my phone on some kind of vibrate setting, chuck it one direction and start running the other. Yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about thumpers a lot, speaking of yep. Dune. Mm. I'm just like, you got to just make noise in a different direction. You got to figure out a way. <laughs> there's that. They were they were doing that. Um, there's also the other direction. They could have like done yeah. the equivalent of banging pots and pans. Yeah. Because you, you shouldn't they be They were sensitive to, like, to noise, too. Right? To no, you know, yeah, I mean, not to talk about the second one too much, but they see in infrared in the second one. And I was trying oh, to figure no. that out because how Next. does that work in the desert? Like, if everything's like 100 degrees and <laughs> our bodies are 98, is do we just, are we invisible now? I, I don't know. I didn't, uh, it's too much. How did Freddy get his powers? <laughs> yeah. I it's probably across. like bear crawled or something. I don't know. So yeah, I don't it, think I really would have much to work with. <laughs> probably just a cell phone and a wallet, too. You have to walk without rhythm, right? So <laughs> I do that anyways. Yeah. I would have just waited for somebody else to get impatient and then just left after them. <laughs> yeah, just throw them off the rock. <laughs> no, then did you leave your phone at home or something? Oh shit! I better go get that. So speaking of all the different times that it seemed like Bert should have died, when they're stuck on the rock and he's like, you know, I'm not going to starve to death. I'm just going to like light the fuse on this and let it like eat me, and mm-hmm. you know just have the bomb go off when I'm in its stomach. Um, yeah, that would have made sense too. I mean, someone's going to have to volunteer for that eventually. She gets eaten kid. in the second one, but they cut him out with a chainsaw, so it's okay. Oh, nice. Oh, oh my God. You guys are missing out. <laughs> it gets... I mean, this movie's pretty schlocky, but it sounds like it gets a lot schlockier. Mm. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's fun. Um, so... Speaking of Bert, when Bert and Reba are attacked in their basement, it's very obvious that they're in front of a, when, you know, they don't, aside from, I think, one shot, because I was looking for it, show the humans and the graboid in the same shot. Um, it's, it's just like, it's one shot of them, and then the camera is facing a different direction when it's showing the graboid. But when they're in front of it, it's obviously a green screen, and it's just like, you know, like we said before, someone's hand in a puppet just poking through a model of a wall. Um, but I really, really like the big, big puppet that eats Victor Wong in the general store. Cause that one's big. That guy's yeah. in there. Oh yeah. And, uh, I, it sucks, sucks him through the floor. I'm not as good as like recognizing the puppets. I was pretty pumped about even recognizing the, uh, thing grabbing the, the boards as a hand. So I yeah. pick up on that. But. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to I just like big puppets. <laughs> You can so you can tell it's like a dude like basically working the big mouth. I'm assuming like with his arms open. I, I don't know. I'm trying. To yeah, I thought it's the only time I noticed it because normally it doesn't show the humans and any of the That's like true. when you can see a lot of the graboids uh, aside yeah. from that one shot in the in Bert and Heather's basement. Um, well, that that's probably just a prop. Like they specifically made that head for that seat. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, they're definitely in front of a green screen, though. You can see like the green halo around the actors. Oh, um, oh okay. so I was assuming they're facing nothing 
And then what's superimposed on the green screen is a a scale model of that wall being broken down by one of the big uh, graboids. Gotcha. Okay. That's my guess. But but then I was, yeah, I was contrasting that model, what I think is model work with um, the very convincing stuntman or a good animatronic version of Victor Wong or just Victor Wong getting sucked getting like grabbed and the thing like swings around with it and with him in its mouth and then goes back down through the floor. Um, which seems to be like, you know, real size <laughs> and it looks really cool. It's good. I like what they like had to work with like puppets and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. It's all good. Um, okay. Do we want to talk about ratings? Sure. 10 out of five. <laughs> <laughs> On a scale of 0.5 to 5, on any scale of your choosing, aside from stars, what would you guys give 1990s Tremors? Uh, uh, yeah. hmm. Hold on. I feel like coming up with the yep. whatever, like, grading thing, aside from yeah. the gravelings is tough. Right. So nothing else really, like, sticks out in my mind is. Yeah. Uh, again, to vamp a little bit, I forgot to mention that the friend of the writers who was working with National Geographic, Ron Underwood, he directed this movie. Should probably mention the guy that directed it. <laughs> what else has yeah. he directed? Mighty Joe Young. I remember seeing that in theaters, 1998. <laughs> oh, I, I remember watching that. <laughs> I remember it's that. A weird too. movie. <laughs> Fucking weird. <laughs> Real weird. I don't understand why they made that, but. Um... <laughs> I would give it four pipe bombs out of five. Nice. It's pretty no good. Pipe bombs is a good one. Yep. Uh, I'm going to give it, I'm going to take the, the obvious one. Sorry. Uh, 2.5 grapplings out of five. Nice. 2.5? I just, I couldn't. See, the thing with these kind of movies is I feel like you have to like care about the characters and I just had a hard time. Getting into the just caring about him. What's that? It's poor Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Sorry, Kev. Yeah, let's see. Um, I'll go three point five uh elephant guns out of five. Nice. They nice. had to borrow that from a private collector or just a guy who had an elephant gun, I guess. That's that was, cool. that was a big gun. That was a big gun. They uh they have a lot of folks. So in the second one, he pulls out a fifty cal sniper. And I think they might have actually got a fifty cal. So he blows a probably six inch diameter hole through a concrete wall after blowing one of the like little things apart, which was like super accurate, which was really good. And then they end up um like doing an explosion at the end. And he's like, what did you throw in there? He's like, oh, I just threw a bomb in your truck. He's like, in my truck, there's 210 do- pounds of dynamite in there. And he's like, yeah. He's like, okay, we got to we gotta run. So they like run like 200 feet away from the building and they, they stopped. And uh, Earl or Burr is just, he's still running. He's like, no, you got to go farther. Got to go farther. So they keep running and running and running, jump into a ditch. And then it, it I think they actually blew up the factory. But it was so accurate. It was the only accurate explosion I've ever seen in a movie. It was nuts. Sorry. Oh well. wow! Shots at Chris Nolan. You made a <laughs> made a practical nuclear explosion for Oppenheimer <laughs> out in the desert. Oh, sorry. That okay. They Not they accurate. did that right. Oh, Chris Nolan's on the phone. He's mad at you. No, you're right. I'm sorry, Chris Nolan. Hey, Chris. Took the took the award because he did the whole. 
But like my thing is in movies, you'll see people like uh, within, you know, within throwing distance from an explosion and they're on their feet and it's okay. And it's like, that's uh, true. In the military, when we shot that rocket launcher at a tank, the tank was to the point where like, if there was a bumper sticker on it, I couldn't see it. Right. When that rocket hit, I felt the shockwave from where I was standing enough to like rock me a little bit. That's crazy. That was a RPG. Yeah. No, it makes sense. People really, really underestimate what explosions do. And it's kind of frustrating to see over and over again. Because other people know this. I'm not the only person that's aware. Yeah. I think it's just the way action movies oh, evolved that yeah, was yeah. that became such like a, you know, the badasses don't look at explosions, just sort of walk away calmly, put your sunglasses on kind of thing. It just became cooler when it's yeah, close. Exactly. Just became such part of the uh the whole genre. <laughs> All right. I'll pretend it's just all force perspective and they're really like a mile away. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so the questions this month pertain to genre and your genres of choice and the ones you avoid. So it's like a three-parter that we've been doing. Um, this we're counting as sci-fi, but it could also be comedy and horror or action. kind of has all elements of that. So I, li- I like that we're doing these real genre-y genre movies this month. It makes a lot of sense to me. The ones that we are primarily covering, sci-fi, we already did horror and comedy. We'll do romance and we'll also do action. Um, but you can list subgenres if you want to for this three-parter. So what's your favorite genre of movie? Uh, what do you think they need to make more of? And what's your least favorite genre or something that you tend to have a harder time getting into? Hmm. Oh. Hmm. So we'll say, I think different version, different like subgenres of horror have come up for the things people have had a hard time getting into. Like someone said they didn't really like slashers or like the kind of saw hostile torture porn movies, stuff like that. Yeah. That, I mean, that's kind of like definitely, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to, especially if I, other people said that. I, cause I feel like there, there is a type for a while, it was like the Christopher Nolan type, like Inception movies. I absolutely refused to watch them. I was like, I'm not spending fucking three hours watching a movie. But now I fucking love those things. So I think I was probably just too young for it or whatever. Maybe just didn't give them a shot. Um, okay. But I feel like there's something else like that where it's more like... Because uh, pe- people don't really make noir movies anymore because I would say that. Yeah. I don't really like that. I get Well, it's not new genres, right? It's just a genre I have a hard time getting into. Uh, yeah. So uh, what's your favorite genre? What do you wish they would make more of? And what's something that you'd have a hard time getting into? Oh, there we go. Yeah. No, noir. I, I really can't. I can't stand the whole like, there was go. a thing and her legs went all the way up. You see, uh, it's a cold night when I first <laughs> met her. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> what I'd see? like to see more of is. Uh, I like oh, that you're taking the questions in reverse order. Keep going. <laughs> uh, rom-coms oddly enough i I want more rom-coms i feel like we stopped making them so uh i like that and then what was the last one or the first one i guess the first one was what's your favorite genre oh yeah the hardest one um i don't know whatever you'd call alien but like specifically sci-fi thriller yeah i just i don't know if i'd like any other movie with alien i just i like like the covenant i like how there was like that Oh, okay. So with the lore yeah. and stuff. The, 
it was like the lore, but it was also like uh, Michael Fassbender. Like, I don't know that whole, like maybe it's just pinnacle sci-fi, but yeah, like there was the robots, there was the aliens, there was the thriller. There was like really fucked up stakes, which I feel like is important, but like without being over the top, I don't know. So kind of like a headier sci-fi thrillery. It's a little bit of action in there too. Once you get to the later ones. Um, yeah. Well, then thrillers too. I really like like shutter Island is another movie yeah. that I was really a big, there you go. Oh, you, that, that, yeah. There you go. Um, Noah. Uh, I think my favorite genre might be horror comedy films. All right. Okay. So there's, there's, yeah. good these last couple then cabin in the woods. Yeah, yeah, Cabin, uh, in, the Woods, Cabin in the Woods, Babysitter, so Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I don't know. There's something really I I like about sort Iron of like hands. I, I which I still I'm pretty sure I still haven't seen that movie after oh watch that. God. And it's come up a couple times. Um, I think like for some reason multiple people, and Robbie might have been one of them when I was like I'm going to do a podcast about movies that like absolute classics like some of the best movies ever made and like some of us haven't seen them and you're like oh we gotta do idle hands if it does end up coming back or showing up in something i'm 100 percent down to to do that one i've so, never seen it either i can't really throw shade seth green yeah like, seth green. yeah and then so that was she says that was your favorite anything you think they need to make more of i guess oh, there's not uh, a lot of horror uh, comedies uh, yet either so or at least yeah I feel, I feel weird the, using the same. Cabin in the Woods was like the last one, no? Megan, kinda. It's not like scary, though. I don't know. Just like, I, and Megan was already a year ago at this point, because that was like last January. I think the, um, there's one on Amazon that I had mentioned last time that I had seen that was pretty good. Oh. Right, yeah. Remember, yeah, I can't remember the name of it. So I think they, they do sprinkle them in like here and there, but it's kind of like harder to find and stuff like that. Um, I think for things I'd like to see or things I think they should make more of or just like good, I don't know, good comedy movies. I feel like, like Anchorman and yeah. I don't know, like that mm. style or I don't know, just a good comedy movie. I feel like what I haven't seen in a long time. Seth Rogen not take it work anymore? Kind of, kind of not. I mean, yeah. there yeah. used to be so many, not even like, I mean, sure, looking back to the 80s and 90s, but not even... A cup in the last couple of years, I feel like there hasn't been a big blockbuster comedy. Yeah, you, you have to start counting stuff like Barbie if you want to, but that's they, not which is cool. But they did this is the end, and I, I didn't realize that was like a statement. I I just thought it was the title. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I didn't realize that either. Was that like the last like one of With those all that of they them did? for sh- for sure? That was the last like oh. one of those stoner comedies, and then I think yeah. there was a couple like you know individual ones but that was really when it started petering out there's nothing notable i can think of after that i think this is the end was 2012 and that's when they stopped yeah, yeah they so. i guess the zombie land sequels come out since then i'm just looking at like literally a list of stuff yeah. um the stuff the problem with all the apatow and seth rogan movies and stuff is uh none of them want to hang out with james franco anymore so they just stopped making those movies well, oh, yeah. you just don't bring Franco. You could still. Yeah, hey, you guys could do it still. You, you had a blockbuster cast even without Franco. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they're just sad. Huh? Uh, and then what? What's uh? What's not in your, in your uh, wheelhouse, Noah? Uh, I think I would say. Um, I guess like 
romantic comedies I'm not super big into. Vanilla. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know I'm letting you down. Just shut up, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> you know they already They're dead. They're dead. They're already dead. Stop kicking. <laughs> Noir is coming back. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> coming this summer rom-com horror film oh, oh i'm sorry wait can i retract my oh, the rom-com? Yeah, yeah. no i, I yeah. no I, I had thought of superhero films that was, oh, that was one of my other go-tos yeah those are pretty much uh dead um yeah so we'll see maybe noir will be what studios think is what'll get the kids back in the theaters but maybe uh, you know, it- it's it's okay. They can do that. That's I I know that my t- like my opinion on this isn't like oh no war is bad. I just I wish I liked it because there's a lot of like yeah. genre defining movies that I think would be great to watch. But. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's that's how I phrase the question. Like, what do you bounce yeah, yeah, off? Yeah, no, for sure. Not like what do yeah. you wish would die? And you <laughs> laugh gleefully like no one. No one. Watch them burn. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was no, trying to, th- I was trying to think of other recent horror comedies, and um, it's already like a year and a half ago. But I don't know if we ever talked about Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Oh yeah, that was a good one. I, I like that one. It's pretty fun. But with the superhero movies, I just it, it's really funny you say that they're dead now because you're right. But I remember watching like I, when I got Disney Plus, they were all just coming to video, and I was like bored, so I threw them on. Every single one of them has such far-reaching plans, like. We're going to introduce all. There's probably like 16 teased characters now that are just out yeah. there in the ether that are never going to be introduced. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. The next big one is Madam Web. Yeah. Wow. Even with their their heavy hitters, huh? I, I'm I've, I'm uh, brushing up against my heart out uh, oh, about yeah. ten, ten minutes ago. So, uh, but I'm just having such a good time. Um, <laughs> Most of what we've done in the last 20 minutes won't make the episode, but just so we have a clean ending. Uh, thanks, Robbie and Noah, for being on. Yeah, yeah thanks for thank us. See you guys for Tremors 2. So good. Yeah, next <laughs> week, Tremors 2. No, uh, it won't be that. Um, you can find our stuff at Linktree, linktr.ee slash link to the movies and all of the uh, whatever else. I don't know. All the other stuff I usually say. Um, we didn't talk about how they took out over 20 F words in this to make it PG-13. So uh, see you later, Mother Humpers. Oh, yeah. Huge downgrade, language-wise. Man, I want a recut. I I would give anything for a recut with the F-bombs back in. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, I hope you can fly, you sucker, or whatever he says to him. (laughs) The end there. You ever suck toes for Coke? Oh, (laughs) Half-baked when it's uh, corrected on on TV. Yeah, it, it, it does make it much more graphic. <laughs> Wait, oh, man. Oh, sorry. On that note, all right. I hope that makes the cut. Later. Yeah. Later, guys. I hope it does, Thanks, too. Craig. Thanks, Craig. Bye, Greg. <laughs>